well. Welcome back to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of June 29th, 2020. I'm Scouter Ken, and today I'm recording, as always, or at least as has become the norm, from St. Albert, Alberta. Scouter Justin with the 159th Silver Springs pack in uh, Alberta, Canada took it upon himself a little while ago to create 3D printed wolf heads for his packs. Just a little icon, a little 3D printed uh, figurine of, you know, the, the classic wolf head. Which, of course, the, the wolf is the symbol of Cub Scouts. Within the 159th, typically when a cub is presented with a badge, and this is actually a really cool thing, the badge is first placed inside a wolf head. And actually, I think I have one for my cub pack. I may have to start doing this as well. After shaking hands with the presenting scouter, the cub must then fish the badges they have earned out of the wolf's mouth, which symbolizes the courage of the cub. It's a tradition that has been carried on for some time within the 159th, and now they're carrying it on even during the pandemic, even during lockdown, thanks to these 3D printed wolf heads. The wolf heads can be left on cubs' doorsteps when a badge is achieved. Um, the scouter visits the cub's home, places the badge inside the wolf's head, knocks on the door, and steps back. Since Scouter Justin started doing this, the pack has earned several outdoor, uh, members of the pack rather, have earned several outdoor adventure skills badges, personal achievement badges, and even a language strip. They hold badge review virtual meetings specifically for those that have completed their goals, and so far have delivered about 30 badges to the youth. Justin, for his part, has created around 25 wolf heads for his pack. The base plate contains the name of the recipient, and... Evidently, it takes him about four to five hours to print one, and then another four to five hours to actually create the uh, the wolf head. The 3D printer does most of the work, but some design elements still need to be um, finessed for each wolf head, such as the youth's name. Um, the wolf graphic is evidently available for purchase online from Thingverse, so if you hit up the article in the show notes, you might find a link there too. The... Uh, Virtual programming that the 159th has been engaged in since Scouts Canada suspended in-person activities as a result of the coronavirus pandemic um, has really been enhanced, evidently, by the introduction of these wolf heads. And of course, you know, also to have your badges delivered to your door, uh, which in turn creates an incentive for the Cub Scouts to complete additional badge requirements on their own in order to receive more badges. Scouters have also evidently been much more actively engaged and excited by the hardworking Cubs. So, well done, Scouter Justin. Normally, around this time of year, the Philmont Scout Ranch would be filled with thousands of young boys and now girls, dozens of campfires, and songs echoing off of its aged rocky walls. But, unfortunately, as a result of the coronavirus pandemic and the attendant lockdowns, Philmont is basically empty, untouched except by crews that have been handling small brush fires in the area. As we've discussed before, Philmont, it's owned by Boy Scouts of America. It's their largest camp of its kind. It's their premier adventure base, and it definitely carries a lot of prestige. Um, it's situated in New Mexico, and last year, well, in 2019, yeah, last year, more than 21,000 people from across the U.S., made the trek there to backpack on its 300 miles of trail, which scattered across, you know, uh, a large swath of Colfax County in New Mexico. But, uh, unfortunately, even though Philmont administrators did develop a detailed 30-odd page plan outlining how camp operations could be adjusted to the pandemic to ensure the safety of campers and staff, um, you know, things like canceling campfires, uh, closing mess halls, requiring troops to remain more separate along trails, those sorts of things. 
um, you know, a, a very different take on summer camping at the site, but, you know, making adjustments in light of the pandemic and some of the safety requirements that have been uh, suggested and, and put in place by, by various states and counties and what have you. Um, but the New Mexico Department of Health rejected the camp's plan, feeling that there was just too much risk of, you know, letting potentially thousands of people from across the country congregate in one place, which is not unfair. Uh, and so the camp announced, and this was actually back at the beginning of the month, that all of their 2020 summer programs would be canceled, which is in turn going to have a bit of a detrimental impact on the camp, as well as the local businesses and nearby communities who depend on that influx of uh, scouting-related tourism for uh, much of their yearly income. Um, and of course, you know, this has already been a fairly turbulent time in history for the Boy Scouts, as well as for Philmont, because of course it was only recently that it was closed for much of the summer due to the wildfires that were sweeping through the region. And now again, as a result of the pandemic, to say nothing of the fact that, you know, uh, the Boy Scouts are <laughs> in financial trouble themselves uh, as a result of lawsuits that have been filed against them, um, which, you know, could potentially further impact their ability to even retain properties. Um, so for many outside observers, the future of the Philmont Adventure Base, which is really the crown jewel of uh, scout camps in the United States. It doesn't look that certain. Scouts in Kenya will continue honoring the member of the scouting movement's founder, Lord Robert Baden-Powell, um, despite the fact that he's been accused of racism by Black Lives Matter protesters in Britain, uh, which, uh, of course, you'll recall from previous episodes of Scouting 5, uh, led them to call for the removal of his statue in, in Dorset, uh, the one at Pool Key. But according to the International Commissioner of the Kenya Scouts Movement, Scouts in Kenya can, quote, only speak of the rich values that Mr. Powell taught us through the scouting movement. And he has said that the founder will remain a hero in Kenya, notwithstanding protests taking place elsewhere. Again, just for context, you know, Baden-Powell's monument in Poolkey, Dorset, um, was listed on a website detailing potential targets for anti-racism protesters. Uh, Baden-Powell served as a lieutenant in the British Army, specializing in reconnaissance and scouting, and upon retirement moved to Nairi in Kenya, where, um, you know, he uh, founded the scouting movement in that country in 1910. He died in 1941. He was actually buried in, in Nairi, where he had relocated permanently three years earlier. His wife, Olive Powell, is buried just next to him. And we don't talk a lot as much about Eagle Scout Awards, because, I mean... Even though the Eagle Scout is a relative rarity, uh, you know, given the number, the percentage of youth that earn it. I mean, we enough youth do earn it in a year, Scouts BSA being a large enough movement, that we don't always talk about individual Eagle Scout recipients anymore. I did when I first started Scouting 5, but it's kind of fallen off. But this one I thought was a really cool story. So a couple of years ago, Tim Marin heard a story on NPR about tiny house communities in the southern United States. He was a life scout in Pennsylvania at the time, and he was brainstorming ideas for his Eagle Scout service project. And the thought occurred to him that he could create a tiny house for someone in his area who was in need, just as they had in other states. He didn't want to build a house for just anyone, though. Um, he has had grandfathers, uncles, and cousins who all served in the military, and he wanted to build a house for a veteran. He started to solicit for donations, and they came pouring in $10, $50, even $100 at a time. But his budget, his planned budget was about $55,000 and he was not getting particularly close to that. He started a GoFundMe page, he applied for grants, most of which he says were denied, uh, and even presented at local veterans organizations to ask for money. 
It was ultimately the Wells Fargo Foundation's Veteran Wins Program, which provides grants to address veteran homelessness, that made up the remainder of the money for him. He raised about 10000 and they provided about an additional 45000 towards his effort. Having raised all the money, he put together and led a team of his fellow scouts, as well as adult volunteers, professional contractors, and the house was completed in 2019. A lot of moving parts for Tim to coordinate, but under his leadership, all of the uh, the different groups, again, you know, scouts, community volunteers, volunteers from Wells Fargo, contractors, subcontractors, they all worked together very smoothly. Momentum evidently carried forward the construction of the house very quickly. And for building a home from scratch for a Pennsylvania veteran, this now Eagle Scout from Troop 300 in Hobby, Pennsylvania, uh, that's in the Columbia Montour Council, received the 2020 Glenn A. and Melinda W. Adams Eagle Scout Service Project of the Year Award for the Northeast Region. This is an annual award given out to um, Eagle Scouts who, you know, complete truly, uh, you know, conspicuously meritous service projects for their communities. And there are roughly four winners that uh, will achieve this. There is a Southern Region winner who uh, this year was Mason Wettingill of the Middle Tennessee Council. He renovated five apartments for veterans. The Northeast Region winner, Mr. Marin. The Western Region winner was Tanner Hyde of the Longs Peak Council. He improved wheelchair accessibility at a local park in his area. And then the national winner, um, in this case representing the Central Region, uh, this was Alex Earhart of the Tecumseh Council. He designed, engineered, and 3D modeled an outdoor seating structure at a local STEM school. So congratulations to Mr. Marin, job well done, and congratulations to all of the winners of the Glenn A. and Melinda W. Adams Eagle Scout Service Project of the Year Award. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, be prepared.